Well, praise the Lord and God bless you this evening. And welcome to the Tabernacle of Deliverance Sunday evening service. I'm Pastor Wells, and I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, through us, and in the midst of us, regardless of what's going on around us each day. Each day, something new takes place in this world and in the lives of everybody around us. So I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, and through us, and in the midst of us every day. I'm excited about what God is doing. Move that one over, please. Yes, uh, I'm excited about what God is doing in the midst of us every day. Bow your heads for a moment, everyone. <laughs> Bow your heads for me for a second. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. I come before you in the name of Jesus. I ask to let you touch every liberal soul under the sound of my voice. As you break yokes and meet the needs in their lives, save, deliver, and make free today. Break yokes, open understanding, and cause the people to break through whatever they're going through today. In Jesus' name, amen. Get your Bible. Are you tired going through what you're going through? Are you tired going through? Everybody's going through something today that they don't want to go through. I was listening to uh, 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 Pastor T this morning. She said something that's so true. Nobody really wants to go through, but we want everything to be peaches and cream. We want everything to be good. We want. We don't want to go through nothing. But my Bible tells me in this life that we live, as long as we live on this planet, you're going to go through something whether you like it or not. You're going to go through something. Basically, when you say if you're going to go through something, that something could be something of a something. Whatever it is, is something. But you're going to go through in this life. But the, part, the best part about this you can win. Yes, right. You could be a winner, not a loser. You could be an actual winner of what you're going through. You don't have to be a loser, but a winner. God has planned for us to win and be successful at what whatever we do in life. When we get our minds off our fears, we'll get a breakthrough. When we get our minds off of what we can't do, we'll get a breakthrough. When we get our mind off what other people are doing, we'll get our breakthrough. When we get our mind off what we don't have and who we meet, we'll get our breakthrough. If you knew the story about Isaiah the prophet, Isaiah the prophet did not see the Lord until King Isaiah died. Until King Isaiah died, Isaiah didn't see the Lord. <laughs> he didn't see him. He didn't hear him. He didn't know about him. Not in that sense. So when you get your mind off of all those things, you can get your breakthrough. Tonight, closing out the series, oh, on breakthrough, part two. 
breakthrough is something that's unique. When technology gets a breakthrough or science gets a breakthrough, they make sure everybody find out that they got their breakthrough. They got a breakthrough in technology, how to do this, how to do that, who the X, Y, Z. They got a breakthrough. But only God knows that he already knew about it before they did. But they all excited that they got a breakthrough. After all the research and all the time that they have put in there, they finally got a breakthrough. The problem with the church is they don't want to put all the time and all the prayer and all the fasting and all the living life to get the breakthrough. They just want the breakthrough. The church folks today just want a breakthrough financially or a breakthrough in their home or a breakthrough on their job, but they don't want the requirement that goes with the breakthrough or before the breakthrough. One of the things I've learned about God. <laughs> He's an on time God. So if God is on time, you gotta make sure that you get what you were supposed to do to get that breakthrough on time. Some people say God don't come fast enough for me. That's because you ain't doing what you're supposed to do for him to come fast enough for you. Breakthrough. Everybody's excited about a breakthrough because something new was going to take place when a breakthrough comes. Somebody was dying for leukemia and God gave them a breakthrough and healed them. Something new is going to take place. They can live now. Now, this doesn't mean after they get that breakthrough, they're going to live for God. It's something to me that God healed them. Most people fail to understand that healing and deliverance breakthroughs don't mean that you have eternal life. You just got healed. You got your breakthrough. I used to think as a young man, everybody went to the altar, was getting saved. Boy, was I in for a rude awakening. To find out there's no truth in that. There is no truth that everybody goes to the altar just saved. Some people went to the altar because grandma took them. Some people went to the altar because their children took them. Some people went to the altar so they could be saved. So everybody ain't going to the altar to get saved. But everybody wants to break through. Everybody wants a breakthrough of happiness. Everybody wants a breakthrough of peace. <clears throat> but God said he wanted to leave us his son's peace and his peace. But you can't get it unless you know it. What I want to do, I want to go back to Second uh, Kings chapter 7. Second Kings chapter 7. And verse 6. I want you to take a look at that verse. Second Kings chapter 7 and verse 6 it says. For the Lord had made for the, for the, the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and of they and of a noise of horses and even a noise of a great hope. And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel has hired against us 
the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come up upon us. Let me read it one more time. For the Lord had made a noise. The, the host of the Syrians to hear a noise. Excuse me. For the Lord had made the host of the Hittites to hear a noise of chariots and of the noise of horses, even a noise of a great host. And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel hath hired against us the king of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. Breakthrough. It's unique when you read this verse. Because God has the ability to have your enemy hear the sound of a battle coming. Did you hear what I just said? God has the ability to make your enemy hear the sound of a battle, the sound of a battle coming upon them. And they don't see nothing, but all they do is hear it. That's more frightening than actually see someone coming up to fight you. It's more frightening to hear the sound that somebody's coming against you and you hear them huffing and puffing and you hear them running. But you can't see that. Breakthrough. God had given the children of Israel a unique breakthrough that day. When God said in his word that he would fight your battle, this is a perfect example of it. A breakthrough. A breakthrough for you. It was a breakthrough for Israel. But it was a different type of breakthrough. I'm trying to get you to understand something about breakthrough. Some of y'all looking for a particular type of breakthrough, but God doesn't work the way you work. He works the way he want to work. Oh, glory to God. God works the way he wants to work, not the way we want him to work. Because we don't, he don't work for us. We serve and live for him. It's not the other way around, beloved. God don't serve and worship you. You serve and worship him. So the children of Israel got a breakthrough that they never got before. Not like that. The funny thing about this, Israel wouldn't have been hiring the Hittites or the Egyptians in the first place. Syria had come against them, the Syrians that came against them to fight them. But the unique thing about God, God looks after his own. God looks after his own, and he's always going to make a way for his own. That's why you don't need to be afraid of what the enemy does. The Bible said the enemy are coming like the flood, but the spirit of the Lord will rise up and stand against it. You got to have the word of God with you and in you for that to take place. But you look at this verse. Oh. Look at this verse. The enemy was now scared. Isn't that something? The big bad enemy was scared now because the Lord God Almighty calling them to hear a sound that wasn't even there. That's something to think about. I know I never forget the story of two, two ministers. 
I don't know what they were doing. I'm not sure if they were friends or not, but they were told that God was going to slay them. This for real. And I'm talking about an hour, our time. This is about uh, this is about 40 years ago, 40, 45 years ago. I have no idea what they were doing. But the story went like this. The man of God told them that God was tired of what they were doing and God was going to remove them. That's right. He told them God was going to remove, was going to remove them because God was sick and tired of what they were doing. I don't know what they were doing, whatever it was, God got upset. So both of them got sick. One stopped driving his car, so he went down in a car accident. The other one stopped doing what he was doing. A lot of stuff he was doing, so he wouldn't die. Oh, beloved, they both died. <laughs> you can't play with God. You can't play with God. Not a flunky. He's a God of breakthrough. He's a God of deliverance. He's a God of yoke breaking, bed and burden. If you look at that verse, you're going to see that the children of Israel got a breakthrough because God caused the Assyrians to hear a sound. Uh, oh, my goodness. This is interesting. In that part of the verse, the children of Israel did not have to go up and say, God's going to get you. The children of Israel didn't have to draw their sound. They had to do nothing because God stepped in. When God steps in, ain't nothing nobody can do about it. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me today. When almighty God steps in, there's nothing nobody could do. I'd rather have the mafia after me than God. Oh, because there's nobody to go to the bell yard. And if Syrians were in this situation, there was nobody to help them. Nobody. Because now God caused all the Syrians to hear a host. Sorry, they knew they were in trouble. They didn't see nothing, but all they did is hear it. They knew they were in trouble. Now they was assuming, whoa, 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 The children of Israel has hired the Hittites again. Oh, gosh, we're in trouble. And they hired the Egyptians. You know how bad the Egyptians are. Oh, gosh, we're in trouble. I could just imagine God just standing there looking at them and laughing. Now they scared, huh? They're not big and bad no more. Huh? You got to realize something about God. He is the God of breakthrough. He is the God of deliverance. But the problem I learned about most deliverances, people don't lean on God for it. Did you hear what I said? I'm telling you, there's multitudes of people that would not be dead today. I'm not talking, there's some people that want to go home. I'm not talking about those people. Some people want to go home. I'm telling you, some people want to go home. You can pray from to your head, turn paper, purple, but if they ask the Lord to take them home, they're going. Did you hear what I said? But I'm talking about some people miss out on deliverance because they don't lean on God. They don't look for a breakthrough for him. They let people fill their head with all kind of doubt and unbelief about God. You got to get God for yourself. You got to get God for yourself. 
You don't want nobody eating a three musketeers bar or a Milky Way or, 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 or a Hershey's bar and telling you about it if you like these those candies you want to throw out. You don't want nobody to say, oh, that candy, oh, I had a Hershey bar yesterday. It was so good, man. That baby was good. You don't want nobody telling you about that. Because all it's going to do is want you to make a book, and now you can't get it. The children of Israel received the living from God in a unique way. Many times God wants to bring deliverance in a unique way to us. And the first thing we say, that's not God. We missed our blessing. The first thing we say, that's not God. Because God didn't come and speak to me and tell me, Bernard, Bernard. Believe me, some of us, as God came up and called us by our name, we'll be pleading the blood of Jesus. <laughs> Or running. Who said that? We be gone, boy. We be taking off running. But God is a God of breakthrough that does not fail. When God pronounced breakthrough for you, breakthrough is coming. Get ready. Get ready. There's so many signs and wonders in the Bible of God being given breakthrough. I say, I hear a story about. Who was that Elijah when he told a young man to go see the hand and don't see what you see in the sky? And the young man came back and said, I see a little hand up there. He said, go and say, I have to get on that chariot and get it behind out of town because the rain is coming. Whoa. He said, the rain is coming. A breakthrough is coming. There was no rain in the land. But God told the young man, to run and tell Ahab, get on this chariot and get out of town because the rain is coming. Woo! Breakthrough. Everybody needs a breakthrough. And the thing about a breakthrough, it brings about a change. A real breakthrough brings about real change in people's lives. When God gives a breakthrough, it brings about real change. If you look at this verse here, in 2 Kings 7 and 6, there was such a unique breakthrough given that the children of Israel didn't have to lift their sword and fight because the Syrians were scared to death. All by a sound that the Lord himself made. That's that's up. When the Lord said he'll fight your battles himself, step back and let him fight so you can receive your breakthrough. Oh, I love it. 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 Because when God say he's going to fight for you, if God say he's going to open the door for you, if God say he's going to make a way for you, he will do it. Ah, uh, he's not. You know what I like about God? I just stood my list of liking about God. God don't fail. God don't error. God don't make mistakes. We do. God said, I'm a God out here and I'm a God upon us. He's still in the miracle working business. He's still in the breakthrough business. Let's go on now to Hebrews 12, 2, 4, and 12. Let's go back over Hebrews 12, 4, 4, Hebrews 12, all real quick. Hebrews 4 and 12. It's something to think about what God is doing. Hebrews 4 and 12 says, listen to this. For the word of God is quick and powerful 
is sharper than any two-edged sword. Passing even the, and dividing the soul and finger, and, excuse me, dividing the, the soul and spirit and joints and marrow, and it is in a scanner of the intents of a heart. Of the heart. Let me read it again. For the word of God is quick and powerful. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. Passing even and dividing the center of the soul, of the soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and it is the sterner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Nobody can outsmart God. God's word is able to move and prove through your mind and your spirit. That's the way you can't fool nobody. You may try to fool man, but I'm telling you, you will never cite God. People want a breakthrough. I'm going to tell you this. People spend a lot of time running around from church to church to revival to revival. All out and all out. They're going to listen to every prophet, prophesying, and everybody. You just run around with a chicken like your head, with your head cut off. God is a God of breakthrough. You can run everywhere you want. But this word of God tells us that the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. He can find out what your problem is. He can fix your problem and give you the breakthrough that you need in your life. But you got to be willing to allow him. That's what mess about. That's what mess about church folk. They dress good, look good, give good, some of them. But they won't allow God to be a part of it. They won't allow God to be the yoke breaker and bear murder in their life. What they do, they pick up their phone. They pick up their phone. Sister so-and-so. Oh, so-so-so. Sister so-and-so. And they're they talking to everybody. They can finally tell their problems, but they won't tell their problems to the bear and bear. Man cannot give you. I'm going to say this again. Man cannot give you a breakthrough that God can. Man can help you out. But God is the one that can bring you through totally breakthrough. When you think of the subject of breakthrough, you think of something that has been cut through, moved through, and it turns to something different. That's a breakthrough. The word of God actually performs that. That's why I say it's sharper than any two-edged sword, because it's cut both ways. It could cut both ways. It could clean both ways. A breakthrough. Everybody wants a breakthrough in life. People praying for a breakthrough, but they won't live right. They're praying for a breakthrough, but they won't live right. Oh, my goodness. We want God to do this. We want God to do that. But we won't allow God to live through us each day. This scripture, at the end of the scripture, it says something interesting. It says there, in the sterner, the sterner of thoughts and the intents of the heart. God knows what your thoughts are. God knows where your heart is. Some people, and what with their mouth, they say, "Oh, hallelujah!" In, a, in their heart, they turn and curse you out and do you in. Let's move on. Let's go to Isaiah chapter forty-three. 
Now let's talk a little more about breakthrough. Isaiah chapter 43. And verse 2. And the word of God said, When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kill upon thee. Upon thee. Let me read it one more time. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon you. This is what God wants to do. God wants to give you the breakthrough in your life when you're going through hard trials. When you're going through tests, God wants to give you a breakthrough. God wants to be there with you in the midst of your trials. God wants to be there with you in the midst of your tests. He wants to be there when you're going through. He wants to be there when nothing is making any sense to you. He wants to be there when everybody's forsaking you. Anybody know the story of the three Hebrew boys, but what they don't know is this, or don't realize is that. When the three Hebrew boys were in the fire, not only was the Lord in the fire with them, Listen to this. Nobody would have known that they were in the fire unless they told them. Why? Because the scripture confirms that when you go through the fire, the flames won't even kill them upon you. There ain't going to be no smell of fire on you. You may go through trials and tests that are beyond belief and difficult. But until you open your mouth and start running your mouth, nobody's going to know about it. And everybody don't need to know your testimony. I keep telling people, everybody don't need to know that you were a prostitute, a drug addict, alcoholic. Everybody don't need to know your business. Don't you know the song said, get your business fixed with Jesus? Get it fixed and go about your business. A lot of times people don't receive breakthroughs because they don't do what they're supposed to do. And sometimes keep your mouth shut and just praise God. Sometimes God wants you to tell your testimony. Sometimes he wants you to keep your mouth shut because the people that you're talking to are not the ones that need to hear your testimony. The Bible said that many are led by the Spirit of God. They are the what? The sons of God. Be led by God. I don't tell everybody my testimony. It's corny anyway. To me, my, my testimony of getting saved is corny. So everybody don't need to hear. I know I've been to many services when the people get up trying to out-testify the other person. And God saved me 35 years ago from being an alcoholic. I was a bad alcoholic and I drove all over and I did all this stuff. And then the next person got up. God saved me from being a prostitute 35 years ago. No, everybody 35 years ago. 35 years ago. And now I got six children and I'm happy with my husband. And I told everybody their business. Everybody know their business. Now some people say, I don't want to be around them. You don't know what they're doing on the side. You done messed up. You done rattled your mouth unnecessarily. The Bible told us to be of a, a, a few words. Be of a few words and receive blessings. The Bible said, with quietness and assurance, you'll have your salvation. 
Now just run in your mouth. Everybody know your business. And the thing about a breakthrough come through you doing what you're supposed to do. Breakthroughs don't come no other way. Sponsors, doctors, lawyers, they don't get their breakthrough cases until they do their research to find what's in it. Oh, yeah, let me pray for the uh, television broadcast. Father, in Jesus' name, at you. Touch every little soul watching this broadcast right now. Meet the needs in their lives. Give them a breakthrough in their life that they need. In Jesus' name, amen. Those people that do these cases, these lawyers, these doctors, these scientists, they research. The lawyer goes to the law library or go online to the law library and research the cases that he needs to look at. So he can win his case in court. No smart lawyer don't want to lose his case. I said no smart lawyer. I didn't say our lawyers were smart. The scientists, they got to go and go through this and search this and search it. The same thing we're preaching. We got to know what we're talking about. Not only living right, when we get before people, we got to know what we're preaching about. We got to know this Bible. We can't just be talking about Jesus' weapon. Don't know, even know where to find it in the Bible. You hear me? Today you got preachers, they doing all this preaching and don't even know what they talking about. They can't even find it in the Bible. Oh, my Lord. Breakthroughs are something that take place for people that are prepared for that breakthrough. Breakthroughs are something that take place in people's lives that are in dear need of a breakthrough. I've always said a statement, and it's true. Deliverance is only going to come when it's needed. No, deliverance only comes when it's acknowledged that it's needed and they're willing to accept it. That's something you got to accept. You hear me? A breakthrough is only going to come when you acknowledge it and accept it that you need that breakthrough. Your dependence got to be on God. The funny thing about people having operations, listen to this. Even though a person is going to get an operation, they're trusting God. That operation is successful. They got to trust God. They don't have, their, their faith is not strong enough to trust God to heal them himself. But they trust God for the doctor to do what he's supposed to do. Because I've heard many cases when doctors drop the tools in the person's body. They came to work drunk and forgot what they were doing. So you got to pray when you go to the doctor. You die, you better pray. The Bible tells us to pray without pray without ceasing. The Bible tells us to know in all ways that acknowledge him and he'll direct our path. That's why we don't get breakthrough. We don't acknowledge God in all our ways. You got to acknowledge him in all your ways so he can direct your path. Stop minding other people's business and let God direct your path. Let's move on. Let's go to. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter, excuse me, Matthew chapter 6. Let's talk a little more about this. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 20. Matthew chapter 6 verse 20. Listen to what it says. This is the Lord speaking. But lay up yourselves 
in treasures. Lay yourselves, lay up yourselves treasures in heaven where neither rust nor neither moth nor rust doeth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through <clears throat> nor steal. Let me read it again. But lay up yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust corrupt, and where thieves do not break through. Did you hear that? We're talking about breakthrough here. We're talking about breakthrough. The different types of breakthrough. But when you focus only on earthly things, you're not soul-minded. You're not interested in telling other people the goodness of God. You're laying a treasure on this earth, not in eternity. And what happens on this earth, God knows that robbers do break in. And moths do go in your closet and eat up your food, and your cars do rust away. Hallelujah. Your car will rust away, and the moth is going to sneak in your closet. And the robber's going to break it when you ain't home. He knows that. I made a mistake some time ago, a few months ago. Uh, I think it's about a month or so ago. I left my car door open. Damn in the house and forgot about it. Well, somebody went my car. I, I, they didn't find I don't know what they were looking for. Oh, they, they went through the car. I, I, I had a couple of things that were in there that were invaluable. <laughs> they didn't even touch that. They were playing around with the uh, 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 cup holder and broke the cup holder. I don't know where their head was. They could have took my easy pass. They could have. They could have took my refrigerator. I got my car. I got a few things in there. They could have took a lot of stuff. Come on, everybody know you keep the little things in your car. You're running around you because you always drive in your car. They could have get all that and more. They could have destroyed the car, broke the window, broke the glove, the They could have broke engine and water. But God was gracious to me that they did not praise God. I didn't deliberately leave the car open. I just forgot. I'm always checking it. But that day I didn't check it. But thieves and robbers, the mob and the rust are known for doing their job. A lot of people don't understand that. I can't believe people rob and steal. They're doing their job. I can't believe the mob when they're in my dress and my jacket. I can't believe my car is resting away. It's doing its job. What are you doing? That's something to think about. What are we doing? Let me tell you something. There's no way in the Bible that God has promised us that everything on this earth we have is going to stay here. He never said that in his word. I don't care what no preachers say. You're not going to have everything on this earth. Some of that stuff is going to fade away. Some of it's going to rush away. Some of it's going to wear out. You wear a dress a long time or a jacket wear long enough, it's going to start wearing out. Uh, a, a joke somebody I know always say, them pants on you can walk. You had them so long. They can walk on their own. A breakthrough is something that comes for someone that is in need of it. Breakthroughs do not take place when they're not needed. 
Y'all ain't understanding me. Breakthroughs is not something to jump up and down. Where about breakthroughs is something that takes place to bring change. Breakthroughs are made to bring change in your life and the lives of the people around us. I bet if I had music with me right now, and I'm talking about breakthrough, and I had about 100 people here with me in this spot right here, I bet you everybody be jumping up and yeah, yeah, And everybody would be going, dun, 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 they jumping all over, dancing all over, and they missing the food. Breakthroughs is only for people that need it. You, if you don't need a breakthrough, you ain't get one. It's not candy. <laughs> if you have not prepared for a breakthrough, you're not getting it. People go to job interviews and get mad because they don't get hired. Because sometimes they don't have the qualification or even they got a stinky, winky attitude. And then they call everybody devils. They were a devil. That's why I didn't get the job. That's not always true. Sometimes you just don't have the qualification and God ain't giving you no favor with it. Did you hear that? You ain't getting that breakthrough job because you don't have the qualification. You ain't obedient. You ready to tell everybody out? Oh, my goodness. Y'all want to break this, right? The word of God has never changed. Look at that verse one more time. But lay yourselves up treasure in heaven. Notice he said heaven. He didn't say lay yourself treasure up on the earth. He said in heaven. What kind of treasure do you lay up in heaven? Spiritual stuff. Winning souls. Praying for all the people. Above all, living right. There's no earthly reward. There's no heavenly reward for you. Having the fanciest car. There's no reward for you having a million dollar job. Not in heaven. Those are, those are earthly things. God is not interested in that. You think God need a car? You think God need a million bucks? Oh, come on. I know preachers teach you guys that God needs your money. Well, I'm going I'm to I'm deliver you today with the word of God. There's nowhere in the word of God said that God needs your money. God said in his word that money is a defense for you, but he don't need your money. He got a city full of gold, so he stopped. Oh, my gosh. He got a city full of gold. He makes the gold. The streets are paved with gold. He don't need your few bucks. Your paper at the mall, eat up or burn up. Your gold down here that they got to refine 10 or 15 times to get it pure. He don't need that. Preachers need to tell the truth that they need the money to pay the bill. I need financial support for this ministry. It's not free to be live. On the TV station we are, on, on the streaming service we use, we use a professional streaming service are we we you uh, are we on a ch TV channel, uh, the Daily Gospel Network? We have a podcast. All that stuff I have to pay for, whether you send an offering or not, it has to be paid. It's not free. I'm just being truthful. 
But a breakthrough comes when it's needed. Whether it's for me or for you. Something. The pastor K said this morning, interesting. He said, you got to go to the door. You got to get up to that door. Then you got to open the door and walk through it. And that's where a lot of people make a mistake. That's why they don't get their breakthrough. They don't want to get to the door of breakthrough. They want somebody else to do it for them. We got, we're in a state where the church today wants you to pick them up and carry them. I don't see that nowhere in the Bible. I know the Bible says, Barry, you want another burden. It does say that. But it tells us point blank that we all have to pick up our cross individually and follow him daily. You got to go to that door of your deliverance and your breakthrough on your own. You have to walk through that door of breakthrough. The breakthrough is not coming until you get off your hind legs and walk through that door. You may say, well, Pastor Wells, I'm crippled. I can't walk. Crawl. How bad do you want to break through? Crawl. I'm going to go my car, crawl. Get somebody to put you in a wheelchair and push you through. By the way, I don't have no hands. Let me tell you about no hands. I seen a video the other day about these women that had the mother and daughter have no hands. And they're going about their business. Well, I didn't pay that no mind. I went to a wedding reception and there was a lady there with a half a hand, a half an arm, and an arm with no hand. And I was just sitting there thinking to myself, wow, she has a husband, he making sure he's feeding her. They have a good time. I didn't see her sitting there all sorry crying. Oh, everybody out there in the way. This woman was looking good, dressing good, and enjoying herself. She wasn't worried about what her soul was thinking. She was doing she, I'm telling you, you would have never known that woman was handling. Did you hear me? You would have never known she was handling until she raised her head. Um, she went over there when they were taking a picture. She took a picture with her husband. She was having a nice time. Hmm. Breakthrough or something. Only people that's ready for it. I'm gonna say it again. Breakthroughs are something. I love you. Yes, sir. Breakthroughs are something that only people are ready for can receive. Praise God. Breakthroughs. I want you to listen to what I'm saying because I feel it on the inside. Breakthroughs. Or something that only happened to people that are ready to receive it. Oh, y'all again. I'm gonna say it one more time. Breakthroughs are something that only happened to people that's ready for it. It's only for those people that's ready for it. Uh-huh. Only people that's ready for the breakthrough. 
They get you ready. Ain't cutting it. You gotta know that you know that you know that you know you're ready for your breakthrough. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Breakthrough. You got to know that you're ready. You in a position for breakthrough. I I, I like to watch um uh, cooking show. So I'm a big Gordon Ramsay uh cooking show. So I ignore his language and whatever because he could be he's really rough with these guys. But I, I like I've been to his restaurant and I'm gonna tell you his food is mwah, well worth the money. But what I learned from watching the show. I want y'all to listen to this. What I watch, I've watched uh, Hell's Kitchen, Master Chef, and Next Level Chef. I think it's Next Level Chef. Out of all the shows, I've learned that there's one complex thing that everybody comes there with the with, with. They all come there with what they call um celebrity. What they call it um. Uh, celebrity um, is something I've got the right word I want to use. Uh, they become uh, 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 caught up in being among a famous chef. They now have forgotten about why they're there. So they start cooking any old crazy dish, whatever garbage they can think of. Now, some of them are executive chefs. Uh, that was on executive chefs on uh, 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 Hell's Kitchen. Some of them are different type of chefs and all private chefs. And but when when it, at the end of the day, he proved to them they couldn't cook. Why? Because they were so caught up in their head, they wasn't focused. And it's the same exact thing with breakthrough. You're not getting your breakthrough from God if you just focus on the excitement of God. Getting excited about God does not equal breakthrough and it does not equal eternal life. Did you hear me? Getting excited about God by going to a service of a famous preacher does not guarantee you a breakthrough. It does not. I've prayed for many people and they've been delivered, healed. I've prayed for people that were dying and God extended their lives. Yes, I have. But they were ready for it. They were ready for the breakthrough. They were ready for the extension of life. Now it was up to them to get right with God after that. There's two people I prayed for that God extended their life. They refused to get saved not too long after they died. God gave them another opportunity. That's on them, not on me. I know a young man that was uh, uh, down in homosexuality, which I didn't know her whole story about. He told me later. And he came to a service which I don't remember. And I prayed for him. And God delivered him that night and another brother from homosexuality. This young man got his life together with God, got married. I'm not talking about living undercover now. You know, some of these guys get married, they got a boyfriend on the side. Oh, yes, they do. But this young man got his life together and walked with God. It's really exciting to know. So he came up to me and said, Pastor Wells, I'm so thankful. For what? He said, I'm thankful for you for praying for me and God delivered me that night from homosexuality. I looked at him, uh, when was that? 
I don't remember that. <laughs> I definitely don't remember. See, I'm not, not I'm not the type of person to say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't remember that. Breakthroughs are something that comes for people that's ready. I'm telling you, if I was sitting there, if I was preaching this message in a big church with a whole lot of people and instruments being played, the people would be jumping up and down and running all over the place, excited about God, but not excited enough to accept what he said. Y'all hear what I'm saying? It's not enough to be excited about God. It's not enough to go around a famous preacher. No, I'm not talking about a famous. It's not enough to go around a famous preacher or go to a revival. Not enough. You have to be ready for a breakthrough. Ain't nobody got to lay hands on you. Do you hear me? Ain't nobody got to lay hands on you for to get a breakthrough. Some people get caught up in somebody lay hands on you. I've been down that route. You want somebody to lay hands on you. And oh, you looking for thunder and lightning. It don't work like that. God has healed me twice. I didn't feel a thing. Amen. I didn't feel nothing. And I ain't lying and tell you I did because I did not. I just did what I was taught in the word. The Bible said call the elders of the church. And I, 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 you, you, you need prayer. Let them anoint somebody anoint you with oil and pray for you. And God said it rise you up. He done it twice. I ain't making, I'm not making it up. This really happened. When I had COVID, other people prayed for me, God rise me up. I ain't making that up. When I caught the hernia, I couldn't move, I couldn't breathe, I couldn't do nothing. I called and they prayed. I laid down, an hour later, I was healed. Never had a problem with it since, but I know. I couldn't even lay on my stomach back then. I lay on my stomach. Breakthrough. You got to be ready for a breakthrough. Preaching a breakthrough message are really exciting because everybody's going to be jumping up and down. And then after they go home, they still don't get the breakthrough. Breakthrough is something. Preparation has to be made what to take place. A breakthrough is something that has to uh, be desired deep down inside of you. Countries around us need breakthrough. Ukraine need a breakthrough. Afghanistan needs a breakthrough. On two people. Allow God to stir them. Do you know the Bible said the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord? He's the one ignited. That's why I talk about this excitement. Emotional excitement does not move God. It is when your soul is turned towards God. The Bible said if my people which are called by my name would humble themselves and pray. And do what, Maxine? What did God say after that? If my people which are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and do what? And do what? Pray. 
Uh-uh. 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 You missed the bit. Uh, turn from your wicked ways. Oh, right. Gotta turn from your wicked ways all the way around. I'm hungry in the face. We gotta turn from what we doing so we could get our breakthrough. I had a friend, the church I was, I was coming up in, in the Lord. She was doing fine and then she got very sick. She was on crutches and in a, a wheelchair, a remote wheelchair, because she couldn't walk. And I was talking to her on the train and I offended her. It's something I think. Yeah, I don't remember I telling her I was the perfect talker. Because I was, I, what I said didn't make no sense to her and it offended her. What I said was true, but it offended her because she was waiting on God to give her a breakthrough. Let me tell you something. That same young lady got her breakthrough. Next thing I know, she was married, walking around with her husband. Here's a young woman. It got her breakthrough. She was looking for it. She was expecting it. She did what she was supposed to do. And she got her breakthrough. God healed that woman's body. You want a breakthrough? Beloved, it's not shouting. It's not running every preacher in town. It's not running everybody tell you, pray for me, 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 pray for me. It's not that, beloved. It's when you get yourself in tune to what God's word says to you. The word of God is never going to change. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. I don't care. The Bible said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. God's word don't change. It's settled in heaven already. God already have a breakthrough for you. Thanks to the Lord. The scripture says, the Lord brings to me right now. No good thing was he would hold for him to walk uprightly before him. Do you walk upright? Do you talk upright? No good thing God would hold from you because he loves you. The Bible says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither have they entered the hearts of men the things that God not man. You see, you can't get the thing that God has prepared for you from man. Uh, if I can just get y'all to understand that. God prepares things for us, and the devil tries to trip us up, but we can get what God has for us. That's what a breakthrough is about. You hear that? That's what a real breakthrough is about. No good thing, but God withhold from you when you walk upright before him. When you walk upright before God, there's no good thing that he was withhold from you. There's no good thing that God will reject from you, pull away from you. But man can never ever give you the breakthrough that you need.
Oh, yeah, a man could give you a job, a man could give you money, a man could marry a woman and give her a house and all that. That is not a real breakthrough. That's just materialistic stuff that could fade away because if he can't pay the mortgage, the house is done. If they can't pay for the car, you know they're coming to repossess it. If you don't do the work on the job, you know they're going to fire you. So that's not a real breakthrough. That's a temporal breakthrough. I'm talking about a real lasting breakthrough. Where God comes in, you walk through that door of breakthrough in your life, and you are changed permanently. No good thing with God withhold from them that walk uprightly before him. That's how you get your breakthrough. That's how you get it. You can hold God to his word when you walk up right. You don't walk up right. You wishy-washy. Up today, down tomorrow. Up today, down tomorrow. You're half-stepping. I was listening to a story the other day. Somebody I know told me an interesting story. They told me about how they got saved. They told me that two sisters led, led her to the Lord. So she figured these two sisters, listen to this. She figured these two sisters going to help her get where she want to go with God. Well, she got around them and she started to notice each one of them was doing strange stuff. Stuff that we're not supposed to do when we say. Now she said, now wait a minute. I thought you were saying. They were still doing that crazy stuff. Underhanded. They were still doing that shady stuff. So she said, look, I got to go. I want to be saved for me. But if I hang around y'all, I'm going to be alone. Isn't that something? The very people that led her to the Lord was half-stepping all along. And it just showed up. Once she got around them, they thought that she would uh, 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 go along with that. But she really wanted to be saved. When you want your breakthrough bad enough, you're going to do what's right. When you want your breakthrough bad enough, you're going to do what is right before God. You don't care what nobody do. People can stand on their heads, strip buck naked. I don't care. I want what God has for me. I want to obtain eternal blessings on my life. Anybody can get a car. Anybody can get a house. Wife, husband. Anybody can get that. Oh, my goodness. I think of a story I was told about. That's the watch to say, well, if you look like a mummy and a gorilla, you just look like a gorilla. But some other gorilla will marry you. <laughs> so anybody can get married. <clears throat> the breakthrough. Everybody's not getting one. Everybody's not going to get a breakthrough, Sister Wells. Everybody's not getting a breakthrough. Everybody's not doing what they're supposed to do to get the breakthrough, but they say, oh, oh, I didn't break through from God, but are you doing what you're supposed to do to get the breakthrough? I need to break through so bad. I need God to give me a breakthrough. Oh, Pastor, pray for me I get a breakthrough. The pastor prays. And he sees God. And God tells the pastor, the man of God, I'm not doing nothing for them. And the pastor asks God, why? Because they will not obey me. They will not obey my word. You're not getting a breakthrough from me. Go tell them what I told them, what I told you. Go tell them that I'm not going to give them a breakthrough because they will not obey my word. They will not obey me and they won't live right. 
Now the same person you would think. They don't pass the person we don't need to break through. They just want to break through to get that problem out the way so they can continue doing what they're doing. So the pastor goes tell this person, God said, Sister Soto, come here, I want to talk to you. The Lord said that he's not going to give you the breakthrough because you won't do what you're supposed to do and you won't live right. You know what the sister said? That's not God. I'm leaving the church. God didn't tell you that. He said, okay, sister, so I'll see you later. Bye-bye. And everybody said, who passed a lie? They said, God said. And then later they see it for themselves that this woman was shaking and quaking doing all kinds of mess. They said, oh, pastor was right. When God speaks to a leader, I said, when God speaks to a leader, he's not going to tell that leader no lies. He's going to tell the leader the facts that the leader want to know, and the leader going to respond from that. The leader is not supposed to deviate from what God had told them. You don't deviate. If God told you to say A, you say A. Breakthrough. Next week, we'll do part three. Hopefully, it's the closing part of Breakthrough. This today was supposed to be the, the uh, closing part, but Lord said, not so. But you need to get a breakthrough in your life. Every single day, that's this needed. But I come to find out that we're in our way. We are the ones in our way. We are the ones that hinder us more than anybody. I remember my pastor used to say, we are our greatest enemy. I didn't understand it back then, but I sure know what it means now. Because we're going to do what we want to do, and that's going to go along with it. You're not getting no breakthrough that way, beloved. No breakthrough is coming to you. You may get emotional. You may jump up and down, but that don't mean that don't equal one breakthrough. You know what? I was talking to one of my pastor friends, and I was talking about how bad the church guy was so wrapped up in emotionalism. But we don't know anything spiritual about God. We are. We want only want to hear music and make us feel good. Today's so-called gospel is nothing but garbage. It is nothing but worldly music with a throw a few words on it. He looked up, I looked down. Bum, 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 bum. You can go party to it. You can get on the floor and boogie party, grind, and do everything else that's so-called gospel today. Some of the so-called gospel music today is so sexual to it's disgusting. That's what it's about. We trying to we trying to reach the world. You don't try to reach the world. The Lord Jesus Christ Himself go all to all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. That's what the Lord Jesus Christ has said. He never told us to stoop low like the world and get low and live like them to win them. You can't win the world. All right. I want anybody that got uh, 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 that know where uh, 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 alligators are. Anybody y'all that's listening to the broadcast, y'all know where alligators are. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to jump in the water with the alligators. Now, if you live to tell a story. After they eat your crazy behind, 
you're going to find out that being like an alligator a spider swim like an alligator don't make you an alligator. They're going to eat your behind. What am I saying? You cannot be like the world and win the world. You go jump in some water with some alligator. I want to be like y'all. I'm going to swim like y'all. Well, one going to grab one end, one arm. Another going to grab another arm. One going to grab your head. They're going to eat you behind because you ain't no alligator. I've seen many preachers try to do stuff like that. One in Africa walking on water. I'm doing like Jesus did. I'm walking on water. One fasted 40 days and died. This is foolishness. <laughs> we can't follow the Bible, but we're going to try and do everything Jesus did. <laughs> I'm going to turn water into wine. I'm waiting for one to do that one. He said, why call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I say do? He didn't tell you to walk on no water. Yeah? That's why people can't get a breakthrough. They're doing everything by what God say do. I know one of y'all may take snippets from what I just said and put it, on, put it on YouTube or Twitter or something and say, Pastor Wells said he wants you to jump in a, in a river or a lake where alligators are and swim with them. But put the whole story that I said. You go in there, you jump in there like a fool. They're going to eat you behind because you're not an alligator. And I'll say it's the same thing. You can't be like the world and win the world. The Bible says, come out from amongst them and be separated, say of God, and I will receive you unto myself. He can't receive you. We got to come out. All the way. Today, some of y'all here. Some of y'all maybe do want a breakthrough. Some of y'all ain't get no breakthrough. Some of y'all don't know what a breakthrough is. But the, the greatest breakthrough you could get in your life right now, though you don't know Jesus Christ is your personal state, is getting saved. Allowing Christ Jesus to come into your life and save you. Deliver you and make you free. Now you head with me. Those of you that need to be saved, to repeat after me. Let's pray. Let's ask God to save us today and deliver us today in Jesus' name. So repeat after me, Lord Jesus. Come on, come on, Lord Jesus. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart, to come into my life, and be my Lord and my personal savior. I ask you to save me, deliver me, and make me free. Help me accept the breakthrough for my life today. I thank you for dying on the cross of Calvary and rising on the third day for me. I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Now listen, let me pray for you. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to touch every little soul that's under the sound of my voice. I ask you to save, deliver, make free. Meet the needs in their life. Show them in your word. Oh, God, give them a desire to seek after your kingdom and righteousness. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, listen, we have Bible study on Wednesday night at 8, 15 p.m. And um, regular service at 5, 15 p.m. on Sunday evening. I'll see you then. Be blessed.